0: Hello, guys. Welcome to another edition of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Join again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom.
1: Triple Ds, you already know what it is. Let's get it.
0: All right, and we had a fun day of basketball last night. Seven games, all of them pretty fun in their own way. So let's get into it. Going to start off with the Hawks beating the Rockets, beating down the poor Rockets, 119-107. Oh, man, just just a tough scene. I mean, clearly Christian Wood is one of the best players in the NBA because they can't win a game without him. Oladipo did have 34. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. tried with 22, but, again, no John Wall, no Eric Gordon. So Oladipo was all alone, and that's been the story their whole season, just injuries, injuries, injuries. Uh, Trey Young shot three of 13, 13 points, 14 assists, but five turnovers. But still end up being a plus seven in the win. Galinari, 29 in the starting lineup. And John Collins, 20 and 10. So, Dom, what'd you see out of this one?
1: I saw a healthier team. I saw a team that hasn't been able to win a game for the last 16 games due to a bunch of different injuries. I didn't think they were going to win it. They're not going to win a game until Christian Wood comes back. And they're at least relatively healthy, but yeah, it's been a it's been a struggle for the Rockets and you know the Hawks. The Hawks are able to capitalize on worse teams than them, even if they're not a great team themselves. So you know, this is the outcome you would expect out of this, out of this matchup. Mm-hmm. Darnell, what'd you say out of this one?
2: Yeah, you got um, some balanced scoring for the Hawks. You know, everyone in double digits, and Naked Knight as uh, a guy that's been a Godsend for them. He's a big man that can stretch the floor a little bit. You know, he was one of one for three, six of nine overall. And we know that the Rockets just are a struggling team right now. They have no front court players. They're playing Jason Tate, who's six four at power forward. And he gave you twenty five, but you know, he can only do so much next to Justin Patton. And, you know, they're playing G League guys coming off the bench. Cam Martin wasn't coming off the G League. So was Kevin Porter Jr. in the starting lineup. So they're a young team. Obviously, they're waiting to get Christian Wood back. And until he gets back, like you said, obviously, no John Wall as well. Till those guys get back, this team's not going to win a game.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you guys are both saying, man, the Hawks. I mean, they can't beat teams that are worse than them, but they've been playing a lot of them recently, and they've won six in a row. Um, yeah. since, since Fire and Lloyd, and they're really the seventh seed in this conference, as bad as they were early in the season. Um, Bogdanovich yeah. is back. At least he's a person who can jack up some threes, um, so he can score. Gallinari in starting line today because there's no Capella, but that worked out for the best. because you're playing the Rockets, but still, I mean, they really are right there. And like we've been pointing out all season, well, all you want to do is really just avoid the seventh seed. And they have the opportunity. All these teams right now, Hornets through the Knicks, really, you got to get up to that five to six level so you don't have to play that play in game. Because, you know, as bad as they look right now, I still think the Raptors going to be any of these teams if they play them in the play in game. Um,
1: you said the Raptors?
0: Yeah. The Raptors beating any, any, any one of them.
1: <laughs> they look terrible,
0: but it doesn't matter.
1: So. Oh, well, the Raptors are only this bad because everybody's hurt. Yeah, that's
0: true. But
1: I mean, amen.
0: it's partially because they won't bench Kyle Lowry too, but that's fine.
1: Um, but but <laughs> if, if they're not going to bench, I mean, at this point, he has to start when Fred, OG, and Siakam are all out. Sure. Like, he kind of has to start at this point.
0: Forgot you're yeah, the Raptors apologist. That's okay. They look bad, and it's okay because they'll still win the playoffs because it <laughs> they're doesn't hurt. matter
1: now. They're, they're hurt just like how to rock because they're hurt.
0: They're not hurt, like okay. Anyway, moving on, I guess best player has been out all season, but whatever. Moving on, the Heat beat the Cavs 113 to 98. Colin Sexton tried like he always does 21 points when only seven of 17, and just no one else really came with any scoring production. Um, Garland four for 11 out there, <clears throat> not much going on for the Cavs and for the Heat. Jimmy Butler just said, Yeah, everyone win this game 28 points. 12 rebounds, plus 14 out there, 11 for 16 from the field. Olenek was a plus 21 as well, 7 to 13 from the field, and 17 points. And Hero, even though he was only 4 for 13, gave him 15, and that's exactly what he needs to do. Darnell, what would you see out of this one?
2: Well, obviously, the Cavs are in a transition. They just got Larry Nash back. They had Kevin Love come back the game before, but he, you know, had a injuries kind of – re-injured his calf muscle, so he was out for the game. So, again, they think they're going to have their full complement of power forwards. Then come game time, they don't. Um, it, it's just they're trying to figure things out, obviously. They're a struggling team right now. They're one of the worst teams in the league, and the Miami Heat are one of the hottest teams in the league. And this is the type of results you're going to see, you know, for the Heat. Obviously, Jimmy Butler's been playing at an MVP caliber level. He's probably not in the conversation right now, but if the Heat can continue to play at this clip, then, you know, that'll change. Duncan Robinson, four of eight from three. Bam out of bio, 14, nine, and six. Not, not nothing too crazy out there, but, you know, when you play a bad team, you can make shots and everybody looks good, and that's just kind of what happened with the Heat.
1: Mm-hmm. Dom, what'd you say out of this one? I mean, like Darnell was just saying, the Cavs are a bad team. The Heat, are a good, the Heat are a good team. The Cavs haven't been as bad as they were for that one little stretch. They've been kind of on and off a little bit. But, you know, Miami's been rolling. You know, like he was saying, Jimmy Butler's been proving. He's been proving his worth, as, you know, as he continues to do. And for the most part, Miami was just a better team than Cleveland. So this is the this is the result we all expected out of this one. So,
2: Cave for Cade, that's the slogan. <laughs> that's the slogan this year.
1: Thank <laughs> for Kate.
2: Cave for Cade.
0: <laughs> Cave for Cade. Crazy man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, the Heat are good. Cavs aren't very good. It's about that time of the NBA season, man. Where good teams beat up on bad ones. And speaking of, the Lakers beat the Timberwolves one thirty seven, one twenty one. Anthony Edwards, man, bro. I'm telling you, just trade D'Angelo. Just trade him. It's fine. It's okay. It is okay to trade D'Angelo and just let Anthony Edwards go out there and jack twenty two times. Isn't
1: the whole point for them to for him to be with his best friend. Fuck, fuck that.
0: They never own the court together. Who cares? It's going to be bad anyway. You trade both of them, him <laughs> and his best friend. Carly towns Man, that- you're
1: that- towns too?
0: Dude, yes. He had 29, 7, and 6. They ended up losing by 16. Only because it, bro, it took one. Man, you got to be. It was that Pacers game. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't hurt my feelings. You can't lose to the Pacers <laughs> while you're beating them the whole game. Rubio, so- though, 19 points, 12 assists, and just didn't matter. Uh, LeBron came out there, 25 points, triple-double, 12, 12 rebounds, 12 assists. 1-8 of 14 shooting, just chilling out there against this team. Schroeder came out with 16. And Montrez Harrell finally found a team he could abuse. He had 25 points, 6 assists for him, 16 for Kuzma, and 16 for Horton Tucker. As you see, that bench is kind of getting better. Uh, Kuzma, you know, he's been impressive all year. And Horton Tucker finally getting some playing time. So, Darnell, what would you see out of this one?
2: Yeah, like we were talking about the Lakers yesterday in the podcast, and um, the Lakers are getting contributions from some of the role players. Like Schroeder didn't have a a great game, you know, yesterday, but this game he had 16. He got to the line six times, made five of them, got seven assists. Like those are numbers that you would like to see. And this all helps LeBron, who can have a triple-double with his 12 assists because guys are making shots he can have his 25 and it's very impactful when he gets to the line five times and makes all of them. Like he just had a, a great LeBron game. It's was like all around the stats are four of seven for three, eight of 14 overall. Like those are good numbers that you want to see from LeBron and having guys like Trez and Kyle Kuzma and Gordon Tucker off the bench all giving you quality minutes. This is a dangerous team again. And, you know, if the Lakers want to contend like, or, you know, have a chance to defend their title, then they're going to have to have guys like that step up. And, you know, that's what you saw against uh, struggling. Well, they're not even struggling, but, you know, awful, the Timberwolves, who are a team. <laughs> bad, bad. They're just a bad team. <laughs> they're
0: going to ruin yeah. their K for K. They're right there. They're going to be in the way. No <laughs> um, way i <laughs>
1: it's just it's funny because these look like the exact same stats that they had against the Warriors. The the um it looks like damn near the same game, honestly. LeBron had about the same amount of points. Um um trezy Trezy had twenty seven against Golden State, and then he had twenty five. Taylor had eighteen against Golden State, now he has sixteen. Kuzma had sixteen again I mean seventeen against Golden State, now he has sixteen. It's just you know the the role players are just they're 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 developing and what what I see from this the most important thing with all this right now has been Taylor Taylor becoming a double digit scorer because he only averages seven, but Taylor becoming a double digit score it just takes the offensive load out off of um, Trezzy and Kuzma and it gives them somebody else that's capable of scoring and if you notice. Caruso also hasn't been there. So the fact that he's been able to, you know, take away, like, you know, improve his scoring and stuff like that. And he had tennis this last game, so he's capable of moving the ball as well. So mm-hmm. Taylan developing into a better player is going to be imperative for the Lakers moving forward. But it's not much to say about this game. It's another one of those, you know, the Lakers are championship favorites. And the Timberwolves are the lowest seed in the league. So, <laughs> there's only so much to say.
0: <laughs> lowest
1: seed in the league. Interesting way to say
0: the worst team. Yeah, they suck.
1: Um,
0: But, man, trade D'Angelo and just let Anthony do what he does. The dude, is, the dude can score 29. He's been doing it. He's done it a couple times now. He's giving him 25 plus. Just let him do it. Who the whole point, you either trade both of them either of them. They can
2: both go. They're in their <laughs> primes right now and they let us to die wins. See you. Goodbye. I was gonna I was gonna say the same thing. Like, look how far Car Towns just took this team, man. Like, we haven't gone anywhere. We going exactly. With
1: hey man, they went to the playoffs one year. All yeah. due to Jimmy list though. So. <laughs> all due to Jimmy. <it>,
0: <laughs> and they took Jimmy saving them in the last game of the regular season. And then he wanted to leave. Man, anyway. Moving on, the Bulls beat the Thunder 123, 102. Shea tried 21 points, but hey man, no Lou Dort. And this team was just getting torched by one man. Zach Levine, 40 points, 15 for 20, 7 of 12 from three. His only misses came from the three point line, plus 36 out there. Laurie back, he had 22, plus 25. Hey Amen. This man Levine played crazy. Can't even say anything about it. Sham, um, what did you see from this one?
1: One thing that I noticed that they're doing now is they did they did two things interesting actually. And they both they were both effective with it. They brought Kobe White and Wendell Carter Jr. off the bench and out of quarter. So, you know, they're just gonna let Levine and Laurie do their thing in the starting lineup, and then Kobe and Wendell are just going, you know. To maintain the bench, and I think that's something that could be strong moving forward. I mean, the Thunder, again, another bad team, but at least they have you know they have Shea out there. They're normally one of those teams that fight, like, but you know, without Dort, without Al, still without George Hill, who's only played like four games this season at this point. But without you know most of their starting lineup, it's going to be tough to beat a team like Chicago, who just has so much offensive firepower whenever they're hitting, and for all. We're all said about Levine, dude is a bucket. He averaged 30. So, like, he's, he's, capable, uh, he's capable of having an explosion at any time. And today was just one of those times. You know, last night was just one of those times. He was a plus 36. He only missed five shots. He was amazing out there. He could have been player of the day. But <laughs> there's other people for that. Darnell, what'd you say?
2: Yeah, like like Dom said, Zach Levine missed five five shots, and all five of them were from the three-point line, and he was perfect outside of that. So it was a really good effort from Zach Levine. Obviously, Laurie Markkinen as well, 22 points or 7-14 overall. You know, putting it was a report before the game that Kobe White and Wendell Carter were likely to be coming off the bench. But I didn't think that they would actually go through with it. At least maybe one would get benched. But it's just a surprise to see two starters get both benched at the same time. But if that's that, that could could possibly be a recipe for them to, you know, get more out of Kobe White. I think I don't know if there's much upside bringing Wendell off the bench. To be honest, I think Thaddeus, in the long run, should probably come off the bench because he can do more I think he just brings more to the table as a a 6th or 7th man and for the Thunder obviously they have Pokusevsky who had a really good game obviously we were talking about he's not he's probably not going to have a bounce that game and he was a minus 30 with 4 points and no Al Horford out there no Luke Dort so the Thunder were going to struggle and that's what happened
0: I – so, I I see what you're saying. I kind of agree with you. That is is such a good bench player for them. But mm-hmm. I think it really comes down to he's their best passer. Him and Saturday. Gonna, you know?
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, having him come off the bench, mm-hmm. being able to create. Because he's playing the three, four, and a five for them. Yeah. So, I don't really – I don't know if it really matters that much. I don't know. Maybe. It can the really reason I the think range. that it matters
0: is because it kind of – well, with both of them, it kind of means marketing can just sit out there and score, and Levine can't really dribble or pass. So, you know what? If he can't do either one of those things, let him just sit out there. Let Thad and Sandoransky do it. And he can just sit out there and just shoot or drive. You know what I mean? So, it. I, I see – I want to see it, obviously, a couple more games because I think they're just saying, all right, you know what? Screw the bench. Billy Billy and I have been trying to put anything he can together, get this front-running team these wins. And they did have one of the better benches in the league, so now it's interesting to see them switch it up. We will see. We'll see if it works or not. I am curious. Um, But <sighs> moving on <laughs> – the Sixers end up beating the Knicks 99-96 as the Knicks get held to 14 fourth quarter points. And Tobias Harris comes through in the clutch. Julius Randle, 19 points, 7 of 19 shooting from the field. RJ Barrett, 7 of 17, 17 points. Again, quickly in the starting lineup because there's no Derrick Rose. And they have now lost two straight tough games, but two straight to the Nets and the Sixers. And for the Sixers, Simmons, 8 for 14 from the field, 16 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. Tobias Harris leading the way with 30 points, 6 rebounds. Moss. I think he had like 6 in the fourth quarter, 12 points off the bench as well. And Curry with 20 on 7 of 14 shooting. So, Darnell, what do you see out of this one?
2: Korkmaz actually had 8 in the fourth quarter, quarter. surprisingly. Yeah. But for the Knicks, it's just a it's just an encouraging sign that they can compete in back-to-back games against the two top teams in the Eastern Conference, because that's a really really big jump from where they were a year ago. Even though it was two disappointing losses for them, and you know, not a great night from the field for Julius Randle, only seven of nineteen from the field, but he did have fifteen rebounds and eight assists, so he's continuing to play at a really high level and. Having quickly in the starting lineup that changed their bench dynamic a little bit. So they'll be a lot more balanced once they can get their girls back. But this game was about the Sixers and they fought hard. Tobias Harris, 11 of 20 overall, four, six from three. You know, six rebounds, 13 rebounds for Ben Simmons. We 16. They got 20 from Seth Curry. Just getting guys off the bench, getting guys in the starting lineup that aren't named Ben Simmons and Joel and Be involved in the game has been what's been carrying the Sixers as of late. And they're playing like one of the better teams in the league. And if they continue to get this type of shot distribution, then I think they can go really far.
1: Mm-hmm. Dom, what were your thoughts? I mean, you know, the Knicks had just went through that long-ass game against Brooklyn. That shit was like a fucking five-hour game almost the last three minutes of the game. So, you know, they were already a little gassed and everything. The score wasn't going to be the same. And even though they're going to play defense how they play, just, they just weren't going to be able to score the same way. But for Philly, I think it just shows that like, Embiid should, should be a top MVP candidate, obviously. But they're not as dependent on him. Like they're not going to win a title. They won't win a play. They won't win a playoff series without him, but the team isn't as reliant on him as it looks. Cause it really is. It really is a deep team. And I think what's really been helping them a lot so far is just, it really has been Cork Moss (laughs) coming off the bench going crazy. They're they're They're, at, like like you were saying like oh, Demetrius was saying crazy. earlier like Demetrius was saying earlier not going crazy but like as Demetrius was saying earlier like it should be Shake and Joe but like at, at this point Doc's already committed to Cork Moz like he already he's yeah. already shown that Cork Moz is a guy <laughs> and Cork Moz has been producing and I was telling you my friend was I was talking to my friend he said Cork Moz and Dwight work really well together because. They just, do, they just pick and roll all the time. So then, you know, Korkmaz is such a threat to shoot at this point, he he was one of six, but you at least got respected because you know he's capable of going off. He has had like 40 before, so he's capable of going off. And then it just allows Dwight to roll and it's just a little easier for them out there. But I mean, a lot of it comes down to Korkmaz and Dwight being good out there. It comes down to, to bias, you know, Tobias has been doing really well this season and continues to. And then Seth having 20, you know. So it was just a lot of things that came together in this game for the for the uh, 76ers.
2: Yeah, we would. And we're no one's talking about Danny Green being one of 10 and one of seven overall. I think that's another thing that matters. I mean, they won, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Danny Green can struggle so much, and it's not all eyes on him. So, I think that's a good <laughs> yeah. situation for him.
0: Oh, he'd have got brought up if they lost. I was looking right at it. I was like, man, <laughs> he, he, he lose this game. <laughs> First, really quick, Corkmines did go 4-for-12 with zero assists. So,
1: I don't, want, I don't know about all, all, a, oh, all, all right. We got, he's got, he's got a question. But he, 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 the second, he, the second highest plus minus in the game. So clearly, him being out there was, was beneficial for them. It's a bad sign. sometimes.
2: You don't have, sometimes you don't
1: gotta make all the shots, you just gotta be a threat so that other people can make them. And it helped Dwight make shots. All
0: right, now I think it was a bad sign. But I mean, the Sixers have won six straight games, and in the last four, they haven't let a team go over 105. It's not the offense, it really is defense. Playing incredible defense. I mean, Ben Simmons, defense player of the year. So he's out there flying around. Um, and, and then B uh, hasn't been there those last four, too. Yeah, it makes sense. So you can switch more often. Danny Green as well. I mean, even though he wasn't doing anything on offense, still plus zero. Hey, man. I, ever, I mean, eyeball can't shoot either, but he's playing defense. So, you know what? End of the day, no one's going to score a one, 105. We'll see. But tonight, they play the Bucks. Uh, that's going to be a
1: good one. I'm going to pick against Oh I don't know and be that, man. Oh, no, hey, man. <laughs> no. See, no. No, that's an issue. <laughs> yeah, that is an issue.
0: <laughs> but Ben right there. That, it depends on – they could
1: put him on Giannis. Not they not Ben's not stopping that. Giannis called Ben a little baby. He said I kissed him <laughs> on the forehead. <laughs> like,
0: Ben not stopping that. Hey, man, I just, I disagree. I'm not gonna pick him.
1: Uh, I think he could if they hit it, but we'll see. Giannis said, "Look at this little baby trying to guard me. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't score on him, B, but I can score on this little cool kid right here." <laughs> like the same height,
2: anyway. <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> well, Put he, on him on him. Fuck it. It.
1: He gonna try it. <laughs> I don't think they will. I think they're going to
0: put him on Drew Holiday. I think they're going to put him on Middleton or something dumb, but they should just put him right on,
1: dude. Fuck no, Fuck Holiday and fuck Middleton, bro. That's the matchup we got, see?
0: Yeah. i
1: see if they're going to do it.
0: Moving on. The Jazz beat the Celtics 117-109. In this game, tight until the fourth quarter, but the Jazz ended up exploding, scoring 40 points in the fourth Don Mitchell had struggled all game, hit a couple of big time threes in that fourth quarter, went up with six to sixteen shooting, 21 points, five assists. Jordan Clarkson, same thing, six of sixteen shooting, 20 points off the bench. And they had four other players in double figures, including Oberro at 16, 12 rebounds, and four blocks for the Celtics. Jalen Brown, 12 of 21, 28 points. Tatum. 12 of 24, 29. They both really did all they could do. Jalen as well as seven assists out there, but it wasn't enough. Kemba, seven to 16, not even terrible for Kemba. 16 points, but they just really weren't good enough to beat this team. As you see, Marcus Smart has continued. He just, he just came out from the injury, but he struggled two of 10 from the field. He'll get that together. And obviously, if he does help the team a lot, But he was a minus 10 out there today. Darnell, what did you see out of this one?
2: Yeah, this looks like, you know, the Celtics needed another extra scorer out there. And Marcus Smart was supposed to be that guy, but he was 2 of 10 overall, 1 of 6 from 3. And, you know, they're playing a better team. And the Jazz just happened to get 11 fourth quarter points from Rudy Gobert. A a good showing from Mike Conley, who was 6 of twelve, three of 8 from 3. You know, Bogdanovich, 12 points. Clarkson doing what he normally does off the bench. And you have Joe Ingles pitching in. So everyone really that you expect to do well for the Jazz played at their expected level. And, you know, they helped them get the win. But for the Celtics, once they can figure out how to get – if they need to insert Marcus Smart into the starting lineup or not or how that plays out, then – I think that'll be best for them as they can try to figure out how to get back to the form that they showed last season.
1: Mm-hmm. Dom what were your thoughts? It's funny because when I saw this matchup, I was just like I just I just knew everybody was gonna miss every shot. But Boston surprised me. They really did make everything. <laughs> So like the, the 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 star the star players really uh, really um you know exceeded my expectations. Tatum and, and and Brown came out there with efficient with an efficient twenty nine and twenty eight. Um, Kemba was out there seven to sixteen really ain't even that bad. And then Tice was out there seven to thirteen. I mean, I think all all they needed was just they needed either Smart or Pritchard to just come through and contribute a few more points. Well, Pritchard didn't score at all, but whether and Robert Williams even gave him fourteen off the bench on seven attempts on seven to ten shooting, so you know they just needed a little more bench production. I mean, we already know Jordan Clarkson is you know six man a year, and then Jordan and uh, not Jordan, uh, and then Joe Ingles was right there with him with fourteen points. So their bench scored forty five points compared to the Celtics' bench scoring 21. And that's really all it came down to. And that's what's been the story for Utah all year. They they just have Joe Angles and Jordan Clarkson are just, you know, they're two of the best bench players in the league with Clarkson, as I just said, you know, probably being the best. But, you know, it just came down to the benches for real. Mm -hmm. Yep,
0: they also had 19 threes the Jazz did to the Celtics hitting 10. Just a lot to overcome. The funny thing to me about the Celtics was late in the game, as it was close, they all kind of know that it's Marcus Smart, who's the guy, and they kept trying to pass to him for threes, and he just kept missing. He's just not it's not there right now. It's probably going to take a little bit from the get-back-in-rhythm. Um, he's a streaky shooter as it is, but recently, recent years, he's been pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, obviously, if you're missing 19 games of an injury, it's going to take a little bit. But they were like, man, it's got to be you because they're guarding us, And it can't be Kemba, so can you hit one? He just couldn't quite get it done in this game.
2: Another thing is um, there were three or four overall as a team at the Celtics. And four free throws as a team is something that you don't expect to see. So I think that just showed that they probably took way too many jump shots, weren't playing aggressive enough, and, and, you know, that was one of the main reasons why, you know, they didn't score enough points. Damn, they did only get to the foul line four times. What the
0: they normally line? do get all the calls, but this I was noticing that this was a game they were complaining a lot. They weren't getting any calls. They really weren't. They probably jazz. were shooting a lot. They're they, they you know they're making them, they're gonna shoot it. They don't feel like doing that shit. But <laughs> <laughs> but there were some calls. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Even the jazz a little bit more respect than the Celtics. I gotta say something though, real quick about the Jazz. I don't care if they won this game. I'm off. I'm off the bandwagon. I'm I'm gone. See ya. This should be a twenty-point win if you're that good. Not the Celtics, bro. I don't care. Out of
1: Yeah, I'm off. I'm off Marcus the bandwagon. He mad that they won by they won by ten instead of twenty, bro. Because if Marcus was
0: just decent, they're not winning. They they really they all had to play good. Dude. I'm off the bandwagon. Even I can't Pritchard. be off the Even bandwagon. I'm just going by
1: what I'm seeing.
0: I'm just going. Even by.
1: if Prichard even if Pritchard played you know well they could if, if he scored any points like he they could have won off that too
0: it was just how it happened i mean everybody had to hit conley had to hit and he did mitchell had to hit two threes and he did like late in the fourth quarter but they had to score 40 in the fourth to beat this team that just shouldn't happen it really shouldn't And so they they let both Jalen and Jason be efficient and I'm okay. I'm good on them. It's fine. I can make that decision.
2: I was watching last night. I was like, you
0: know what? I want, I want to root for this jazz team, but I'll I'll root for them, but I I won't be, I won't be public with my opinion that they're, that they're going to be like that. I can't be as, basically when I say off the bandwagon, I mean, I can't be public with my, Previous opinion that they would beat the Clippers in a series. I think the Clippers would actually beat them. But
1: <laughs> like, the the problem with Denver was 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 really Jokic. But Gobert's not going to be the threat that Jokic was. So I think I really do think that's what that that series what it came down to. <laughs> If they they still might play, and I think that I still think that's be the I think Go Bear would be the the difference, whether they win or lose, and I just have to see him be the difference. I don't think Go Bear can be the second best player on the team to 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 make it that far. I just don't. The conference finals at most maybe. One.
0: All that may be true, and it, it might be true that the Jazz can't beat the Clippers. But – and right now, if you look at the standings, the Nuggets really could play them, and they could beat them. It's right there. Plus, the Jazz might have to play the Mavericks or the Warriors, and that <laughs> will be tough in and of itself, to be honest. Don't.
1: Man, do not let <laughs> – You're sleeping on against- the
2: Jazz. <laughs> do
1: not let Rudy go against Golden State, man. Do not let Steph – take Rudy out the paint. <laughs> That's a that, that wrap.
0: The real problem to me is that I think they would struggle more against the Warriors and the Mavs because I saw Wiggins really do whatever he wanted to them. That's the issue. They can't guard wings at all. At all. Yeah. Even a little. They can't guard wings if college in the starting lineup because then they don't have the length to protect how slow they are. Put it like that. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah I'm taking true. a jazz.
2: I'm, I'm taking a Jazz over the Warriors in a series. Um
1: you you got <laughs> that I'll bet money on that one. Bro. Oh I yeah. would definitely I I'm would bat, too. I'm betting bat, I'm I'm fifty dollars.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I'm $50. Go. If we get let's go. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going with Steph. <laughs> I'm going with the goat. You can go with you can go with slow bear. <laughs>
2: I'm not going with slow bear. I'm going with Donovan Mitchell.
1: I'm going with slow bear.
0: <laughs> I need the Spurs to drop down to eight, play the Warriors. I'm sorry, Spurs. Y'all got to go. I just need both the Mavs and the, and the Warriors in there. Mavs, Suns, first-round matchup. Warriors, Jazz, first-round matchup. I need that. You don't
1: want to see M-Town?
0: Who? Memphis. Nah. Jock keeps selling, so no, I don't actually want to see them, to be honest. But you know what? And even though I love, it would be kind of entertaining to watch, you know, the Nuggets play the Clippers again. I, I need, we need, as a podcast, this first-round matchup. Because this man right here, let's go right into it. 125-124. Now, he did it, of course. Blazers beat the Pelicans, and, yeah, we know they choke, But they've been really good up late. And they stopped playing J.J. Redick. And Jackson Hayes still went two for two. So, he's not missing shots. And you know what? He has not missed since yeah. really. <laughs> Since he stopped playing, like he hasn't missed a shot. Insane. He stopped taking dumb shit. He only dunks now. And that's all he ever needed to do. And, <laughs> hey, man. Zion 11 for 17 again. Point Zion 28 points, eight assists. Lonzo 17 assists, 11 points, three for seven from
1: deep. Damn.
0: Crazy. Eric Bledsoe went out there. He was a minus 10 again. Killing me, man. Brandon Ingram 10 for 22, 30 points, almost good enough. But it, none of it matters. It was one man swing. Crazy. You said See, Guess who it wasn't. <laughs> He said, CJ back, and that's fine. CJ went three for 11. He said, you can watch because there's something I got to show real quick. 50 points, 10 assists, 13 of 20 shooting, got to the free throw line 18 times. He refused to lose this game. Dame time in full effect. Damian Lillard just went insane. He just went crazy out there. Man, oh, man. And I need to see him play the Clippers right now. But,
1: Dom, um, what would you say? Today, see I need to see them play it today. I need see, to see I, I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. I'm not even going to lie to you. I saw CJ was back, and I was like, I'm not picking him because of CJ, because CJ going to struggle. And I really was thinking about picking the Pelicans. But I was like, well, let's not oh, lose okay. though. Yeah. I was like I was like Lillard not losing that. Well they now, can't guard
0: people. They can't guard guards. So
1: Yeah. And if he was gonna have a, if he gonna have a top three point guard right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna go fifty. Now don't yeah. get me wrong. I, I was not expecting fifty. I was expecting like a smooth forty. I just definitely expect him to get a 40, 40 point game out of Lillard. But he just said, you know what, bro? I'm an MVP candidate. And you know the fuck what? He might, he might even be third. He might be, he might, yo, if he, if he win MVP, I wouldn't even be mad at this point. <laughs> he really, he really shutting me the fuck up, man. Yeah. Cause remember you remember, you remember what I said at the start of the season. I said I ain't expect these niggas to make the playoffs. I ain't believe in these niggas at all. I did not believe on them at all. And you know, I ain't going with Charles Barkley. They go. They went in the finals far, but you feel me? They're a threat, and if they play the Clippers in the first round, that will be the most entertaining first round series in NBA history, even more than the Thunder one. Honestly, just because he did it to him before, will he do it to him again? The answer is he will. But the question is, will Kawhi have a rebuttal? that's what this all comes down to. And let's just give – and let's give the Pelicans some love, too, you know. Alexander Walker went out there. He was crazy. You know, Zion went out there, do it. you know, doing what he does. Lonzo went out there, showed the world why he fucking why, – why, you know, he was a number two pick with his 17 assists. That's the reason right there. And then Ingram – even Ingram went out there. He scored 30. You know, like, he can do it, but he don't do it that much. He pick and choose when he feel like scoring 30. It all came down to right there, and you know what? He's my player tonight. So, Spoiler, you know.
0: um, Spoiler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is obviously the return of CJ McCollum, and immediately he gets inserted in the starting lineup. Gave him 10 points, you know, obviously. A, a off game for CJ if, if he would say so himself, I'm sure and they put Gary Trent on the, on the bench. I was interested to see if it would be him or Derek Jones but they they decided to go with Trent and you know put Trent in a little less high- leverage situations and it's not all reliant on him making it or, or missing shots on whether the blazers win. And I think that's a good thing. So, he gave you 22 off the bench. You got nine for Melo. I think Melo can give you more than that. I'm sure he'll say so himself as well. And this is just a showing that Portland has a high ceiling. And I think, you know, obviously, Dame is playing at a ultra-high level and he can be an MVP any, any game of, you know, the schedule on any night. So when he gives you 50 and he, he's six of 13 from three makes all 18 free throws, gives you 10 assists with four turnovers, like almost a flawless, you know, performance from Dame and they still won by only one point because defensively they show that they still have some issues, obviously. Um, I think having Inks Cantor out there is a liability I think once they get Nurkic back, he'll be a a much better defensive presence. So, for the Pelicans, everyone, it was a great game for a lot of players, but we know that they don't play the defensive side of the ball, and that's where they struggle, and that's what caused them to lose the game.
0: Hear me out. I really think – now, they're never going to do this, obviously. Among things that are never going to be done, this is one of them. I really think if Gary Trent would start and CJ would be on the bench, it'd make them so much better. They're never gonna
2: I more. was going to make that – I was actually thinking <laughs> about that point before I started my Blazers take, but I think that you can't insert him – you can't put him on a bench because he's too high-profile of a player. Yeah. But that's, that's I do the see the point that you're making because I agree with it. Yeah, I
1: think it would help them on, on defense even more than offense. Just exactly. A very
0: taller. Exactly. He plays defense really well, actually. Um, That's why they kind of been hanging in there. I mean, their defense was slightly – it wasn't great. But it was slightly improved, and he just will just shoot the ball. Plus, it actually would make – CJ would be such a destructive bench player. He would really just come in and do anything. I mean, He'd be a souped up Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Cool. And I mean, like you said, Canner eventually he's gonna go back to the bench. Canner, he is a defensive liability, but it's it's made worse when CJ's out there too, because then it's two of
1: them. It's like damn. Yeah. And, you know the I mean, problem he, is when CJ starts getting cooked, Canner gotta leave the paint. As soon as Canner leave the paint, he's useless. <laughs> Yeah. So if Trent, so if Trent's out there, kind of keeping up with them, he don't have to like he don't have to leave the paint as much. You know, he left the sense. paint like he's.
2: Yeah.
0: What were you about oh. this? He left the paint to guard Lonzo, and then he just kept throwing it right to Zion. <laughs> That's what, happened. That's what happened? What <laughs> happened the whole game?
1: Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> Because as soon as that man leaves the pain, is over. The pain is the pain is done. <laughs> <laughs> At I least Gobert be kind of able to get back there. Nah, Cantor be gone. <laughs> Damn, Cantor. Yeah, that's why Boston was like, "Fuck no, we can't keep we can't keep this nigga. We'll watch Tice miss all these threes, but he can't stay." <laughs>
0: Hey, man, is what it is. Cannon doing the best he can. But before we move on to you know what, hey, real quick, man, ESPN, I'm going to give him a shout-out, man. They got the Knicks-Nets game right on Monday. <clears throat> yep. And then tonight they got Bucks Sixers, Clippers,
1: Mavs. <sighs> Some good stuff right there. That's some good. I like it. Interesting. getting yeah, interesting. That I means Stephen A must be hopping on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Got to. For one, one of them, at least. In some way. He has to be. If it's I not mean, him, like, it's going ba- to be baby Stephen A. If it's not him. <laughs>
0: I think it just means that they're splitting up uh, for tonight, at least. Jeff and Mark. What that means? They normally don't have two even games. They're normally, there's one, and they're both gonna have one. I see they do that more on Saturdays and Sundays. Sessions is like a Sunday. Like, all right, we need we need y'all here for this. We need playoff form, you know, for this.
1: Right.
0: Well, Amen. <laughs> hey so wait, let's
1: wait. Wait. I got. I got like a. I got a time in the news real quick. So, um, the Knicks, Lakers, Clippers, Hornets, and Pelicans are interested in trading for Miles Turner. Any interest in that? The who? The Knicks, Lakers, Clippers, Hornets, and Pelicans are interested in trading for Miles Turner. What the hell are the Pelicans want him? Steven Adams, right there. <laughs> but <laughs> well, he young. He's younger. He's younger. And, yeah, and he spaces
2: the floor. He spaces the floor better.
1: Yeah. So that will that actually would help. Because that will just let Zion – I mean, the rebounds would fall apart, obviously, because yeah. I can get enough rebounds. <laughs> so. I like Steve, actually. He's a really smart
0: player. He's like the only smart player on the team sometimes. Lonzo and Zion, they're just young. but Yeah. Lakers, uh,
1: uh, I guess that would kind of work. I think the Hornets could benefit because he better than Cody Zeller and fucking the other dude Bombo. Biombo, <laughs> he could yeah. be better than them. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Good point. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. All right. Uh the Magic are looking for a point guard and <laughs> Steve Clifford. Steve Clifford wants Kemba, but the Celtics are not trying to trade Kemba. <clears throat> Like three, so things so, in a row. so so Kemba for Vucevic was right there, <laughs> and the clip and the Celtics were like, nah, we'll yeah. keep Kemba. <laughs> so at this point, bro, if the offer is right there and you're just not going to take it, bro, then the Celtics are just stupid. Yeah, they, and then I saw a report that said Markel and Jonathan Isaac are the only untouchables on the team. Yep. So Vucevic is Damn. right there. B- trade bait.
0: They really... Fuck Vucevic. They could have had Aaron Gordon right there.
1: They could have had either of them. He's trying to get both. No, you know how Danny... No went. Kemba. No Kemba, though.
0: Kemba and Robert Williams for Aaron Gordon and Vucevic right now. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> fuck no. I'm sending the off from Boston. Send it to them. They're dumb. They still didn't trade Mobamba. Man, fuck them. Try it. See if you can do it. Might add Pritchard. The Clip. To-
1: <laughs> the Clippers have a strong interest in making a trade for Terry Rozier. You don't want to play with them. What the fuck? They don't need Woo-hoo! a point guard. What the hell? <laughs> Who they trade for him?
2: But they don't need a scoring point guard. Yeah, they're dumb. They might,
0: if they're going to do that, they might as well just go ahead and get Graham. I, I don't get that. That's they're, they're stupid, though. The Clippers are dumb. Yeah. They, oh,
1: and then last, the Wizards are trying to sign Andre Drummond in the buyout market for <laughs> whatever reason. <laughs> you already know they're about to give him some big stupid-ass contract for no reason. <laughs> Just, just just because Bradley bill's not going anywhere they just they just want to ruin the team around them so bad
0: you know what time'
1: work you
0: know what it wouldn't work but you know what fuck it who cares go get them I need Drummond and Westbrook on the same court please. Drummond Westbrook
2: no, <laughs> Drum <laughs> with Bill. Hey,
0: Bill is gonna stay, bro. If he gonna stay right there, fuck it. <laughs> hey, man, Andre Drummond sucks. He is better than Mo Wagner, though. He better than Robin
1: Lopez, I think. I'm pretty sure. I can. He is. Is he better than Thomas Bryant? But he's hurt. He is hurt. But he gonna get a multi-year deal. He definitely gonna get like four years, one hundred twenty million for no reason.
0: Hey man, Russ, right there. You already stuck, and you traded your first. Who cares?
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter now. It does not matter. Might as well get as many names as you can. Exactly. <laughs>
0: I'm more shocked that Drummond wants to go there than that they want, or if he does.
1: I told well, you. I, I, well, they didn't say Drummond wants to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm telling you. But they you offered him the back, he's going to go there, huh? I'm telling you what
0: happened, man. The Nets told you they don't want Drummond. They got Blake. Drummond does not fit. They already have a seven-foot guy who doesn't do anything <laughs> right there. And they shouldn't even play him. <laughs> they just go ahead and play Claxton. It's call it a day. Sit, sit, sit DeAndre right on the bench forever. Never play him because he shouldn't play. Go ahead on and just play Jeff Green and Blake as your fives.
1: Claxton, if you need it. Harden, not I mean not Harden. Uh, 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 DeAndre, like he asked, but he really not just completely useless at all the time. Like he he's he's capable against certain matchups. Because Harden really he he'd really do just be in the paint. Harden just throw him lobs. <laughs> like he can still kind of do that to an extent.
0: If they like the prototype. Of DeAndre Jordan, they would have gotten Drummond over Blake Griffin. That's so, oh, all I'm, sorry. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Well, I think Drummond is a different type of
2: player than DeAndre. I don't think that. Yeah, he's not a lob threat. threat. That's the thing. He's not a lob threat. Yeah, I feel like he could be. A no, I'm. I'm telling you, he was on yeah. my team. When I watched him. Right. He's not a lob threat. He don't got
1: hops. He don't got hops like that for one. <laughs> no,
2: he doesn't. <laughs> De-
1: Deandre, Deandre, all crippled has still jump higher.
0: <laughs> Claxton, right there, is my point. That's my point. So I mean, more so is maybe the size. The only reason you'd need him is as a paint presence. Whatever. Yeah. Eh, they're not going there. I, the point has been made. They wanted Blake. Got him. They're not going to get a fifth big. If they do that, that would <laughs> actually be dumb though, and Claxton would never play. He really can De- just get 15 off a of straight oops. because He really jumps like it's, crazy. Yeah, I like it, Demarcus. All right, so no.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Demarcus going to go back to LA. I don't care where he goes. No, <laughs> nah. he
2: going.
0: He, he's going to be forced into retirement at this point, <laughs> <laughs> just for saying what he said and then leaving. It's really over
1: for him. I'm here to play with John Wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst part of it all, bro. I don't care. I don't care what Harton do. I'm here for let bro. John Let's Wall go to the Wall, Warriors, bro. The Warriors might need you. He's better than Looney, I think. He's better than Looney. Yeah, down. he's better than Looney. But is he gonna be better at on, on defense than Looney? Yes. I know Looney's not good at defense either. Yes. Either. <laughs> Okay. Cousins we saw him try on
0: defense. He can give you a really good half of
1: defense, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he can. That man, people will love it.
0: That man Looney just really out there to be big and then he <laughs> never catches an oop. Raymond just be forgetting that he can't jump. <laughs> At least at least cousins could finish once he catches the ball down there.
1: So that they have a they have five that could score, it. huh? He can, he can hit some threes to open the floor up. Yeah.
0: Go back to the Warriors, man. Need the Warriors to beat the Jazz, get that eight seed, shock the world. Because honestly, one thing I was thinking about, man, Dame really is making this a conversation. I was looking at the numbers today, right? And I yeah. was looking at the differentials. They're, they really have the same differential, the same point differential. It's like negative zero point five for the Blazers, negative zero point six for Warriors. But well, the Blazers got three more wins. Well, I mean, yeah. And they nah, beat the arc- They straight up beat them. Arc- of- oh, my God, Steph! Oh, it was bad. I was like, damn, this is uh-huh. not a good look right now.
1: And Dame hit the, the shot. Like, oh, man. At this point, in terms of MVP, Lillard's, Lillard's overstep. But in terms of, like, who's better, you could say they're neck and neck. It really is. It is It is an honest debate right now. It really is.
0: It's very interesting. And it's for the exact it, reason that we didn't want to admit, but it really is right there. The points, I they want to have the same point differential. And one team's going to have three more wins for no reason and they're hurt. That's the other thing. They really have been hurt this yeah. whole time. Yeah. He keeps coming back and scoring a bunch of points to do it and hitting these last second shots. And this time he got to the foul line and hit two free throws. Was not missing a free throw again this time. <laughs> was was not doing that again not this time. So is what is what is. But darn right, now, let's get into it player of the day, it. coach of the day, game of the day, dickhead of the day.
2: My player of the day is obviously Damian Lillard, and we were just talking about him, so why not stay with the trend? And it's interesting. Um, I had a choice in fantasy of between Damian Lillard and Steph Curry, and I went with Damian Lillard. And I don't think that that was a hot take or a mistake. And I think right now he's playing at a, an incredibly high level. Steph obviously is capable of playing at the same level as well. But I think just for this season, I think Damian Lillard is going to finish higher in the MVP race, and I think it'll continue to be neck and neck on who's the better player. Well, but for
1: I was going to say for your fantasy team now though, it's it's mm. going to be a little harder because now CJ's in. So that's gonna take some of the offense away from Lillard, as opposed to with the Warriors, it's always just gonna be Steph. So in terms of like, you, in terms of like fantasy scoring, I think Steph's gonna wind up being a better choice, but only because CJ's gonna to take touches away.
2: I don't know; it'll be close. We'll see. Yeah, but for my plus for my game of the night, obviously Portland, New Orleans. Um, Portland gets the one point win over the Pelicans for my coach of the night I'm going Nate McMillan for leading the Hawks even though it was it was the lonely, you know Houston Rockets it is a win and it is their six in a row so I'm going there and for my dickhead of the night I don't think anyone was really eligible because no one did anything outlandish. So I don't I don't really think there's anyone.
0: Um.
1: All right. So my um player the night will be Damian Lillard. Obviously, my game the night will also be New Orleans. Uh, Portland. Coaching night will go again to Doc Rivers, just because you know they're they're doing all this without Embiid, and they know they know. I I really think they're winning all these games because they know that they have to. They know they're not allowed to lose a game. Nope. Because the last thing you need is to go play Milwaukee in the second round. <laughs> y'all, y'all gotta just keep winning. Hope y'all can play Miami because they're because they only half a game back and they're never losing the rest of this season. So. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they don't lose. So, so, so I'm gonna give it to Doc Rivers because he's. He is holding it the fuck afloat, even without a bead. If, if yo know, yo, if they win every game, if they win most of their games, or if they keep the first seed away from Brooklyn for those two weeks that 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 Embiid is out, then bro, I'm giving Doc Rivers coach a year. I'm not looking back. I don't even care if they don't even wind up with the first seed in the in the long run. He really did that. <laughs> he really fought for that. <laughs> like, like, Doc Rivers got it right there. <laughs> and then, dickhead of the day, when in doubt, it's always going to be Myers Leonard. I, that was
2: coming.
1: <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, there's no answer, but he's always right there being a dickhead. So, there you go.
0: Uh, my player of the day, Dame, what else can you say? Talk about the man for like 20 minutes now. Uh, game of the day. He compared him to the GOAT. He right there. Blazers, Pelicans, game of the day. Coach of the day, I'm going to agree, man. More so for what he's done recently, it's McMillan. He is taking Trey Young's useless ass and somehow adding wins to it. And even though Trey Young, the biggest mystery in sports is why can't this dude shoot the ball? <laughs> Don't know why. But whatever, <laughs> He remains inefficient and they are somehow winning games so you know what i got nothing else to say to that um my dickhead of the day actually it's not it's not gonna be anyone on the court it's gonna be something i'm seeing recently like a recent dickhead of the day it's it's gonna be it's gonna be lebron fans i'm starting to see where we're gonna go with this because everyone is Oh, yeah. Everyone is starting to come to grips with the fact that the Nets are about to win this championship. And in coming to grips with that, they're starting to say, you guys see what happens when blah, blah, when LeBron wins to ring, man, they got to make a super team. I just want to remind everybody that really quick, LeBron is always left to create his teams when he wins. So, you know, he did go get D-Wade and Chris Bosch, and that's what created one. He did go back and get Kyrie. He didn't just go to Cleveland to go to fucking Cleveland. No offense Darnell. He didn't go to Cleveland just to go to Cleveland. He went there because Kyrie was right there. First overall, all-star game MVP Kyrie was right there. And he did make
1: Anthony Davis sit so that he could get traded to his team. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that did happen. No, That's how he won. Now, let's be fair with this, though. Yeah. LeBron, the only reason that LeBron did that initially <clears throat> is because Boston started that shit right with them, though. Yeah, Boston, yeah. Boston did get all them niggas because they saw that nigga coming. They saw him right there. They saw him there. They saw Dwight there. They saw both of them. They, they was like, oh, the Magic and the Cavaliers, we're not going to win. We're not gonna win no titles with 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 Dwight and, and LeBron right here being <laughs> the two best players in the conference. So they went out there, they got KG, they got Ray Allen, and then boom. And then Dwight, I mean LeBron left before Dwight, but you know they they both did the same thing. They was like, damn, if y'all just gonna make it this fucking hard. <laughs> Dwight was like. LeBron was like, "Let me go play with Wade and Bosh." Dwight was like, "Let me go play with Shaq and I mean, not Shaq, with, with Kobe and Powell and, and Steve Nash and all that shit." Obviously, the Heat worked way better than the Lakers did, but still, yeah. it was the it it those two niggas put fear in the Celtics' hearts, <laughs> and both of them was just like, "Damn, well if they gonna do that, then I kind of gotta make a super team now."
2: Yeah, I think that's a good point because I don't think you can tell the story of super teams without first going back to the Celtics. Yeah. Dwight and LeBron was like, bro,
1: we doing this on our fucking own. My second best player Mo Williams. My second best
2: player my fucking,
1: I don't even know who the second best on the on the on or the Jameer Nelson. At point.
2: Jameer Nelson.
1: <laughs> Jameer Nelson. <Exactly. laughs> I was thinking Jameer. I was I wasn't sure if it was Jameer or he but <laughs> I knew it was a but damn now y'all got four hall of famers right there well y'all got three hall of famers and a baby hall of famer just sitting right there damn
0: (laughs) anyway lebron fans quit your crying did this to yourself hey man look he has in doing it moved himself to a lot of people think at this point the greatest player of all time but with every action comes a reaction man you're gonna be the best player. Keep getting the, some of the best players. The other best players are also going to get the best players. So, yes, it did start with the Celtics. Then he did it. Then other people are going to do it. That's how it works.
1: So, and KD just it. said, fuck it. Yeah, KD you don't care. <laughs> he said, fuck it. If this nigga going to do it, I'm going to
0: do it to the back. Exactly. Bro. He said, if you're going to kind of do it. And keep it like, I'm going to just do it for let's, real. Let's not <laughs> pretend like, by the way. Like LeBron didn't try to get Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi just is an asshole. Like, or else Kawhi would be right there. We
1: were talking about yeah.
0: it the whole. We were like, bro, we 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 were like, man, we really don't want Kawhi to go to the Lakers. Cause if he does, that kind of would suck. For real. That'd be worse than KD going to the Warriors, low-key. <laughs> yeah, it would have been bad. It would have been like dog. No, not. Come on, bro. Not this. Not if KD stayed with the Warriors, though. True. But he wasn't gonna do that. We knew we knew he wasn't doing that. Yeah. We knew, podcast, we knew damn well he was not doing that.
1: Again, not, not that the they answer. tore his Achilles. Absolutely. Again, the thing that ruined the entire oh, the the entire NBA. The thing that ruined the entire NBA for the next few seasons was Giannis re-signing with Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, it really fucked
1: That, up shit, that shit fucked it like, all up. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. it was like, damn it. <laughs> Now, now it's really just going to be Brooklyn for, you know, the next couple of years at least. But Giannis going to gonna make that me. shit fun. That,
0: that <laughs> really would have been stupid. Really would have been crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah they, Giannis really fucked it all up. You know.
0: Hey, man. At least LeBron fans can't complain about that one. So there
1: you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much watching man again we got two very good games on ESPN tonight might ruin my sleep schedule to do it I don't know yet in question definitely watching that first one though it should be great put Ben Simmons on Giannis we need it we need it we need it we need it it. so for Darnell Jones and for Dom this is Demetrius and uh enjoy
1: later triple d's deuces